This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology annual meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Um, I'm Kira Smith, and today we're live at the ASH annual meeting, and I'm joined by Dr. Diego Adrianzen Herrera. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm a malignant hematologist at the University of Vermont. I focus on uh, myeloid malignancies mostly, but my research is focused on um, outcomes research and population-based analysis. Um, so today we're discussing um, your study, the impact of hypomethylating agents on cardiovascular disease risk among patients with myelodysplastic syndromes. Um, so for background, could you tell us what is the association between MDS and cardiovascular disease? Right. So um, it's been known for a few years now that this is there is this pre-MDS condition called clonal hematopoiesis, which basically means that we find mutations in hematoietic progenitor cells that um, before the patient has any clinical manifestations. And that has been linked with the risk of cancer, mostly MD, myelodysplastic syndromes and acute leukemia, uh, but also has been significantly linked to cardiovascular disease. So heart attacks, strokes, and things like that. So building from that, uh, since the precursor condition was linked to cardiovascular risk, uh, it's, I've been now working on a few years of getting to understand at the population level how MDS is associated to cardiovascular disease. So in a study a few years ago, we demonstrated that um, MDS is an independent risk factor uh, for cardiovascular disease, and we demonstrated that the burden uh, analyzing CR Medicare, which is a national registry um, across the U.S., uh, the burden of cardiovascular uh, disease is pretty high. And about one in four, one in five patients with myelodysplastic syndromes will die of cardiovascular disease uh, rather than of uh, MDS or leukemia itself. So, um, so that's sort of like the background and how I got interested in that topic. Great, it's a super helpful background for understanding the study. Um, so, what we're investigating with this study in terms of um, with hypomethylating agents? Hypomethylating agents are of probably one of the most important treatments we have for myelodysplastic syndrome. Uh, we don't use them in all patients, but we use them in those who have a little bit more significant disease, a little bit more aggressive disease. Uh, they have more uh, low blood cell counts or higher risk of progression to leukemia, etc. Um, and they're supposed to decrease the burden of the mutated cell clone uh, in theory. So the hypothesis is, well, if those mutated cells are the ones that are going to the vasculature and causing whatever they cause, inflammation, etc., that leads to the cardiovascular events, decreasing them should decrease the risk of cardiovascular events, in theory. Uh, we wanted to understand if that actually happens at the population level with the caveat of doing um, population analysis. Um, and that's how we designed the study that we're presenting now, in which we basically took everyone, uh, uh, all individuals diagnosed with myelodysplastic syndrome in the CR Medicare uh, cancer registry, 
we came up with a propensity score to identify what is the probability of them being treated with these agents. And then we basically did a multivariable analysis with two different models to determine what was the effect after accounting from that for that probability of hypometylating agents. Great. Um, so tell us about the study. What were the results that you found with it? We found was that it doesn't seem to really be any difference. So um, I don't want to talk about the because so, the statistics are a little bit complex, but essentially after accounting for all um, the appropriate factors, because obviously older folks are going to have more heart attacks and strokes than younger folks. If someone already has a lot of medical issues to begin with, high blood pressure, diabetes, etc., they're probably going to have high risk of uh, um, cardiovascular disease as well. So um, even though there were some um, sort of findings that were um, may have, have been a little interested in the univariate analysis, when we accounted for all of that, we really found that uh, the hypometylating agents did not really affect the risk of someone having a cardiovascular event, whether that was a myocardial infarction, stroke, or a composite of both of those. So uh, it's basically a negative finding, but um, uh, and we did it that across two models. We also did another um, analysis. It's it's called a case case crossover analysis in which each individual subject is its own control, but a different time period in the past, and we found similar results. So we're basically presenting negative results with the hope that um, um, that will uh, encourage others to say, well, this is still an unmet need because. If the treatment that we're, we you, we is supposed to be the best we have in myelodysplastic syndrome does not affect this outcome, which is significant because again one in four, one in five patients will die of cardiovascular events, then maybe we should start thinking of other um, um, strategies or other treatments to add or implement in our patients. Exactly. So along those lines, um, you know, how can this knowledge be used to kind of investigate alternative therapies or, you know, explore, you know, different avenues for this? Right. So, yeah. So because of the nature of the sort of the field that I've been interested in, um, a lot of the times patients with myelodysplastic syndrome are older. Uh, they're complex because they, the blood levels are very low. Um, and you know, there's they they have the stigma of having a cancer, a blood cancer that is rare, and uh, uh, probably other specialties don't understand as well. So what I find a lot of what what I find clinically is that they sort of fall through the rails a little bit in terms of their monitoring with their primary doctors, etc. So the first thing I would like to bring up as a point is that you know. Uh, even though someone's diagnosed with myelodysplastic syndrome, they should probably continue the best care they can for things, more common things like hypertension, diabetes. Those are things that we don't think about a lot in oncology, but again, this is a very particular population in which the cardiovascular morbidity and mortality is very high. So sometimes we fixate on the clones and the mutations and stuff, and we might be missing the opportunity to make sure that their blood pressure is well controlled or make sure that their uh, diabetes is controlled, etc., which may have a bigger impact in their um, survival and quality of life. So that's number one. And number two, uh, so I just wanted to bring up that as a, 
message and then number two is I would love to um, design or, or or have some other uh, folks in the field of myelospasmic syndrome to design studies or trials or what some way to actually measure and study what um, in what interventions can actually change the cardiovascular health of these person of these people so uh, because they are a very unique population in which theoretically speaking at least the cardiovascular events they have are associated with these clones um, and I think it would be useful to check if the other treatments that we have for myelodysplastic syndrome affect or don't affect uh, and if they don't, such as what we're finding in hypomethylating agents, then should we start trying some agents that can do that? Right. Has that been investigated before with other agents? For I don't think so. There's not a lot of focus on cardiovascular outcomes. Um, you know, most of the studies in myelodysplastic syndrome focus on things like survival, uh, transformation to leukemia, uh, improvement of anemia, things like that. So, yeah, that's a little bit of sort of a... A little bit of a niche for me that I, I'm very interested in this cardiovascular health um, and not which is usually not reported in a lot of studies right, right. so uh, even though obviously there are a lot of trials in myelodysplastic syndrome and different drugs are tried it's not usually reported the rate of I don't know heart attacks strokes or uh, cardiovascular mortality so, right yeah that's very definitely super important to, to explain so. I would love to, though, but yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to mention about um, your study or your, your research in this field? No, no. I just uh, thank you for having me. And uh, again, hopefully, if someone listens and is interested in cardiovascular health uh, among patients with myelodysplastic syndrome, um, just Absolutely. contact me because <laughs> I, I am definitely interested in how we take this forward more than just a retrospective analysis of the cancer registry. Definitely, and we'd, we'd love to, you know, as you continue your research in the field, continue to, to hear more about, about, about this work. So great. Well, thank you again for stopping by. It was wonderful thank meeting you. you. Thank you.